0: Hello everybody and welcome to Best Boys Deep Dive, a passion project both literally and figuratively. I'm your host for this evening, Leo.
1: And I'm your host for this afternoon, or morning, or whenever you're listening to this, (laughs)
0: Jesse. A very long pause. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse. Yeah. (laughs) The the listeners are like, who is that? (laughs) I gotta know who that is! (laughs) Who's it gonna be? (laughs) waiting with bated breath who the fuck is this clown our
1: listener has literally our listener
0: (laughs) yeah that's fun that was a good time hello listener hello i'm glad you got to meet jesse yay so today Mm -hmm. uh i'm hosting this episode because jesse got two in a row and now it's my turn Mm -hmm. but um leo wants so leo wants his turn the spotlight it's my turn yeah
1: um so, <clears throat> oh, it's uh, <laughs> before you go. I just want to say, uh, <laughs> I, you're a very excitable person, and I love that about you. But if you could refrain from like banging but. on your desk when you like <laughs> for like emphasis, because it sounds horrible. <laughs> like <in> he's <laughs> editing.
0: I'll do my best. I mean, I'm editing this one anyway, yeah. so it's whatever. But that's a fair point. Yeah. Um. Because <laughs> I was, listening I back have to like the my episode. notebook.
1: I was listening back to our last episode, and you're just like banging on your desk, like, yeah, live before time. <laughs> and it's like, okay, calm down. <laughs> Please stop. Live
0: before time. You're scaring okay. me. So. <clears throat> I don't think I'm going to get this excitable about this one, to be honest, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. Um, so it's becoming increasingly apparent to me that this uh, side podcast that we're doing is going to be a space for me to just info dump about whatever I'm hyper fixating at the time, um, which I will not apologize for. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I thought it would be interesting to take a look at my very first first hyperfixation from when I was five years old.
1: Mm-hmm. A very comfy that, blanket. That was your that
0: hyperfixation. Yup, hy- yep, I was obsessed with it. No. um, I wasn't really into like creature comforts like that as a kid. I didn't really have a lot of stuffed animals. I mean, I did, but I didn't like sleep with them or anything. Oh, I, I Anyway.
1: Did. I still do.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. I wish I like got that into stuffed animals, but I never mm-hmm. did. But... Today's topic is Care Bears. That is the first thing that I got really, really into as a kid. I was absolutely obsessed with, and like, looking back, it definitely was like the hyperfixation that I had Mm -hmm. as a child. So I thought it would be interesting to start with the very first one from the beginning of my broken brain, uh manifesting itself in obsessive ways so you
1: legally married one when you were a child i,
0: I didn't legally marry one no you but... did
1: that other kid was ordained by a minister
0: no <laughs> no my friends also five years old um <laughs> i had a wedding in my backyard where i married my grumpy bear stuffed animal so that's cool um, I don't know if, I don't think that holds up in court, because I don't think, uh, the five-year-old that did the ceremony was ordained. <laughs> I don't think that's legally binding. No, But no, she, when I was
1: five, she said- When I was five years old. She said, by the power invested in me by the state of Florida and God.
0: <laughs> and God.
1: <laughs> I now pronounce you Leo and Grumpy Bear.
0: <laughs> yeah, Leo and Grumpy Bear. But not the ones you think. Oh. We just switched names. <laughs>
1: Right, this, so. Grumpy Bear is secretly your dead name.
0: Yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you transitioned from Grumpy Bear to Leo.
0: My parents <laughs> named me Grumpy Bear. <laughs>
1: and Grumpy Bear vice versa.
0: So, I'm going to be discussing, for the sake of this episode, because there's, like, a decent amount of Care Bears reboots and, like, different movies and, like, the horrible CGI show that was on Netflix. I never watched it, but the art style does not look promising, really? I'm going to be okay. honest. It looks kind of weird. Hmm. Um,
1: is it the same art style of like the show for the hub that they did a few years back, or
0: I don't know. Whatever. It's a lot of CGI ones that I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a couple of different reboots that are CGI, and I'm like not a fan of them to be honest. Interesting. Like, not to be not to be that person, but eh, they're ugly. I don't want to watch them. <laughs> That's
1: fair. So CGI for this uh, episode is a lot worse than two D animation.
0: Absolutely. Which is very um,
1: apparent. Uh, because Toy Story four just came out and everyone's looking back on the first Toy Story, and yeah, it... a lot
0: of people are like, I don't remember it looking this bad. <laughs> yeah,
1: like it, some of it looks fine, but then you see stuff like you know Sid and his dog, and it just <laughs> it looks like a PlayStation Sid's one. Sid's
0: dog scene. with his like human ass eyes, and there's
1: like no texture on anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. So for this episode, I'm going to be talking about the. Movies and sort of the TV show that I was most familiar with as a kid, Um, they were way before my time, actually. Mm -hmm. I was born in 1997, and they had, like, a reboot or, like, a relaunch in 1992, but I never caught that wave. But, like, I guess the older stuff was, like, on Boomerang or something. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I watched a lot of the old TV show at my grandparents' house, and I just had the VHSs of the movies. So we're going to talk about the mainline, like, three, like, theatrically released 1980s Care Bears movies and like part of the um the tv show that came out around the same time so I'm gonna talk about three movies Fast and Furious hopefully it's not gonna take a whole whole lot of time but I feel like you can't talk about one without the others Mm -hmm. so for some background I'm gonna get into some like the development of the actual concept and franchise of like the Care Bears character I love the characters and like you know I love the stuff it sucks because the Care Bears like getting back into this and doing research and like rewatching these movies it's kind of disheartening because it doesn't really capture my attention as much as it did as a kid and part of it is because i realize this was just a marketing thing it was just to sell greeting cards it was just to sell toys there's like really not a whole lot of heart and soul put into it like a lot of different um media that i've gotten into in the past Mm -hmm. and i'm like currently like into but like Care Bears is, like, a soulless marketing ploy, and it's, like, kind of difficult to come to terms with that as an adult, but, like, I think that...
1: That is, like, a lot of animated stuff from the 80s, though. Like, you could say the same thing about, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or G.I. Joe or Barbie. However,
0: Transformers, one Mm. of my main special interests. However, Care Bears has not been readapted very well, so Mm. it's, like... So it's like the reason why I like Transformers so much is because yeah, it used to be just like a soulless marketing gig, but now like the like whatever TV shows come out come out or whatever like comic series that they do, there's a lot more effort and heart put into it. Mm. So I appreciate it more. Like yeah, it used to be really bad, but look what it's become. That hasn't really happened with Care Bears. Like I watched some of the newest reboot that came out, like, this year, the one with, like, the really cute art style that's on, like, Boomerang streaming or whatever. It's, like, it's okay. It's a kid's show. But it's not, like, really good, you know? Yeah. So, it's difficult to kind of be, like, hey, this thing that I was, like, really passionate about and loved a lot as a kid, it's not that great. And its origins aren't that great. So, that's, like, kind of disappointing. But I think it is pretty interesting, and I think it says a lot about a lot of media that was created during the 1980s, especially that media created for kids. Yeah. So, the development of Care Bears happened. Um, It was done by a company, and the the acronym is TCFC, which I had never really heard of before I I looked into this. It stands for Those Characters from Cleveland. Huh. Yeah, I don't know... I don't know what it is. I think it's, like, a marketing firm or something similar. That's so weird.
1: It it, it reminds me of, like, funny animal characters. Like, it's just so weird.
0: It sounds like a dumb, like, puppet TV show. Yeah, It sounds like Bad Sesame Street.
1: Those characters from Cleveland.
0: Yeah, so those characters from Cleveland developed these characters, um, like the Care Bears and Care Bear Cousins later on. Um, in 1981 to be used as characters for greeting cards. And let me say, the original greeting cards and the original art for them, absolutely beautiful. Mm. So pretty. So pretty. Like, peak aesthetic. Like, very painterly, very soft, very, like, just adorable. They're very, very cute. So the characters were developed for greeting cards. And um, Muriel farian i'm not entirely sure how to pronounce her last name I, might, I could be like fucking that up but she was actually one of the concept artists and worked on the, the development of strawberry shortcake but she was brought in as well to be one of the concept artists for the original like concept art for the Care Bear designs yeah and oh, then these are
1: very pretty
0: they're so pretty yeah, right I, I just
1: looked them up and these are really good looking
0: they're so cute yeah um there were millions of these cards that were circulating like so so many of these things were published i feel like I, I obviously got into Care bears in the 90s when it had kind of died down a bunch there was a huge cultural zeitgeist regarding these little fuckers so the strawberry shortcake lady muriel uh, farian was one of the lead concept artists and then once all of the characters and the designs were kind of solidified um children's book uh, illustrator Elena Kucherik was the primary artist for most of the cards so like all of the artwork that you pulled up mm. was probably that one lady hmm,
2: cool. so
0: all of those paintings were done by like one person they're very cute I definitely look up I, I definitely recommend looking up just like some of these old greeting cards they're fucking adorable and like of course they have all these different bears and characters to like fit different niche whatever like you know birthday bear or like i think there's like an america bear for like fourth yeah. of july or whatever yeah
1: but there's we, we yeah you told me about america bear the other day and i made the joke of like bootlicker bear
0: bootlicker bear yeah <laughs> really funny. that's really good so
1: cops at the, pride bear
0: cops at pride bear yeah um stonewall bear yeah um
1: well there is also so, like good luck bear which yeah is like has like a shamrock on his belly
0: yeah, it's, like, you know, that's clearly for, like... St. Patrick's Day. Uh, St. Patrick's Day cards. Do people send those? I don't
1: think so, but it it could also be, like, you know, uh, wishing you luck in your expedition or whatever.
0: Yeah, like, you're graduating, cool. Not
1: expedition, uh, ed- endeavors.
0: Expedition? <laughs> you're going You're going to, uh... You're fuck. going to Mars. You're going to Mount Everest. <laughs> you're
1: going to Fox.
0: Here, have this greeting card with a nice green bear on it. You're
1: going to fuck. That's not even, like... <laughs> that. Not... Wouldn't that be funny on, like, a Care Bears card?
0: You're going to Mars. No, you're going to fuck. You're going to fuck. I mean, there's a bear called Love-A-Lot. Ooh. That works. Naughty. She was one of my favorites as a kid, just because I liked the shade of pink that she was. Aww. Cheer Bear was pink, but she wasn't... Love-A-Lot was more, like hot pink more like mm. fluorescent Cheer bear was more like soft pink and that yeah. wasn't as fun i oh, i really? like know nothing i know like nothing about love character honestly i just really liked her because she was pink I'm i was five per- yeah. i'm not gonna re- apologize for liking the pink bear
1: yeah i mean like i think a softer pink is way more appealing than like a harsh pink
0: oh i loved like hot pink as a kid hot i was like really into like, like fluorescent bright pink
1: I think I did too but like now I think like pastel like a soft pink is way more like pleasant to look at than like this harsh like blinding ray of pink like this ugly fuchsia I I think fuchsia is just hideous
0: oh I love fuchsia I still think it's a great character I don't uh, know a great color
1: yeah I don't know whenever I like um am like drawing something or whatever and like I'm like trying to get, like, a a shade of pink, and I always accidentally, like, get it a little too close to, like, purple, or I get it a little too bright, and it's, like, this neon, like, and I'm like, oh, no, slide it down the slider towards, like, white, please. Please, God. (laughs) Please make it pale.
0: So, something interesting. In 1983, the official toy line was launched for the Care Bears to, like, accompany the characters that showed up on the the greeting cards of which I had many. Mm-hmm. I had many Care Bears as a kid.
1: Yeah. Um I don't think I had any, which is really interesting cuz I loved these these little dudes. Like I would see I, them in commercials and on like I saw a couple movies when I was a little kid and I always thought they were like so appealing to look at, but I never had a, a Care Bears
0: that I like collected them kind of mm-hmm. as a kid. Like I didn't really like play with them. No, I played with them. I don't you know. Married I, one. I I I did. I did certainly marry one. but um, Yeah, I had a, I had a ton of them. Um, I don't remember which ones I had, though, which kind of sucks. I know I had Grumpy Bear, and I'm pretty sure I had Cher Bear, who's mm. purple. Um, I don't remember, like, any of them. I don't think I had any of the Care Bear cousins, unfortunately, because mm. they were cool. I feel like they get left out of a lot of shit. Yeah,
1: definitely. But,
0: anyway, the toy line was launched in 1983, and there was a lawsuit against... TCFC, or, like, whoever was uh, licensing the, the toys at the time, there was a lawsuit against them. Uh, Or no. They filed a lawsuit against Message Bears. Something very similar.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I don't, like, I haven't seen what these fuckers look like, but I'm assuming it's something very similar. I'm going to look at Message Bears. However, the Care Bears line lost the lawsuit against the Message Bears, because they didn't have, I shit you not, they're called tushy tags. Little tags on their butt, indicating that they are ca- care bears. They lost the lawsuit because they didn't have those tags, so that's it couldn't so be comparable. Which lo- is really funny.
1: That's really funny. I'm looking at message bears now, and they they're they're like just generic little teddy bears. They look nothing like care bears.
0: Oh, what the hell? Yeah, that is bullshit. It's
1: literally just like a regular teddy bear with like a t shirt. It's that wearing like a t shirt
0: with a word with words on it. That's so yeah. funny.
1: Like, yeah, message bears are very like not com- comparable to a <laughs> Care Bear.
0: Care Bears. Yeah, that's like, really Care bears funny. have like
1: I... those bright, like, you know, different colors and like a you know a, a pattern or like a symbol on their stomach and like yeah
0: their and, belly badge and they it's yeah belly badge and they
1: have like their, their their tushy tag as you say like
0: yeah and they
1: have a heart <laughs> they also have nose like there's a lot going on with like the care bears like design and aesthetic and there isn't any of that with message bears so it's weird that there was a lawsuit to begin with
0: yeah the like you'd
1: think that message bears would have sued uh care bears for, like, to try and get, like, publicity for themselves.
0: Maybe, yeah, honestly. The, um... It's funny because there's not a whole lot of diversity within the character designs of the characters, like the Care Bears or mm-hmm. the Cousins, to be oh, honest. Because, yeah. like, Braveheart Lion is straight up a bear with an elongated snout and a mane. That's oh, it. yeah,
1: for sure. Like, oh, my oh, God. And a tail.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna get to this when I talk about the movies. Oh, no, I sent you a picture. Um... Noble Heart Horse, that's not a fucking horse.
1: Oh, yeah. The
0: purple guy that I sent you a picture <laughs> yeah. of, that does not look like a horse. It's literally so, just,
1: like, a, a, a bear with, like, a long face and, like, a, sort of a, a mane, I guess. Like slightly
0: pointy ears. Yeah, yeah and, like, some long no yeah hair. He's no got hooves. paws, which yeah. is really upsetting. Um, but... So... Yeah, there's not a whole lot of diversity within the Care Bears when it comes to character design. But you can definitely tell the difference between this bear and this, like, brown teddy bear with a t-shirt on. I don't think they're the same thing at all. Mm -hmm.
1: Like, you can't market a TV show around... The brown teddy bears with T-shirts.
0: <laughs> they just wear shirts.
1: Yeah, like, hey, I hope you feel better. Their gimmick
0: is that they wear clothes. That's so funny. <laughs> and one,
1: one just, bitch. Up.
0: So does Winnie the Pooh. Get in line.
1: <laughs> one just walks up to another and says, "Hey, I hope you feel better," and then other says, "Hey, I love you." And that, that's the entire show.
0: That's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, the movies. Mm-hmm. This is the nitty gritty. So, the Toy Line came out in 1983 the same year 1883
1: uh, 19 did i say oh yeah you said 18
0: (laughs) oh fuck 19 Uh fuck i keep like saying that weird 1983 the same year that the toy line was launched the first movie came out so okay i didn't know that these things were released theatrically because i watched them in the 90s Mm -hmm. and also i was five like Anything that I didn't know about all of this, I'm just gonna chalk up to I was five years old and shitting my pants. Like, I'm not gonna... I, <laughs> Not really, I didn't shit my pants when I was five. That's a little too old for that. Okay, but, <laughs> cool.
1: Anyway. But I didn't know a lot of stuff about these guys. <laughs> you say that to guys. the person who, like, literally shat themselves, like, all last week.
0: Yeah, because you were so sick. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so... Yeah, the first movie came out in 1983. Um... However, actually, you know what? No. There was some uh, TV specials that came out in 1983 to kind of justify the toy line. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, how the fuck are you going to make toys out of greeting cards? Like, what? Like, kids don't follow greeting cards. They don't care. Mm -hmm. So they released some um, TV specials uh, in 1983. Um, One of them was The Care Bears in the Land Without Feelings. And another one that came out later that year was The Care Bears Battled the Freeze Machine. (laughs) which is uh that's interesting. exciting i never watched those so i'm not really gonna talk about them and uh-huh. also those were like the oridge ridge. i might watch them they sound like interesting the but i'm talking machine about the... yeah what i'm the gonna care talk bears about the theoretically... global warming <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> oh shit care bears it's our it's our it's our greatest enemy yet Clementine. corporatism <laughs> corporatism and climate change
1: <laughs> it's just the bears beating up ben shapiro for two hours
0: yeah oh my god it's just them finding jeff bezos and like casting him into the ocean great
1: have you seen that um this is off topic have you seen that one clip of uh um h bomber guy did a video recently about uh climate denial um i've he, seen
0: it floating around but i haven't actually watched it
1: he, he uh there's a clip of like ben shapiro like you know saying like even if like climate change is like happening and whatever and like how some people's houses get flooded what's stopping them from just selling their house and you know moving somewhere else
0: (laughs) and like a lot of shit actually a lot of shit are keeping people from being able to move and it it, like
1: (laughs) it cuts to H bomb, and he's like he's behind like a like a full wall and he like chops the wall down with an like pushes his way through and just says just one small problem ben sell their houses to who fucking aquaman
0: yeah that's a good point
1: (laughs) so funny
0: there's on on like the similar vein of like our greatest enemy yet climate change there's a pic or uh, there's like a post that i saw that was like whenever there's any sort of parody of star trek
2: mm-hmm. it's
0: always like oh shit we have to face our greatest enemy zach blorp the king or emperor of whatever uh-huh. but like in actual star trek it's like we have to face our greatest enemy yet fascism yes. <laughs> great <laughs> so yeah the, the care bears, care bears are gonna kill jeff bezos the care bears fight um, fascism <laughs> cool no Cops at Pride, just the Care Bears.
1: <laughs> There's Just the Care Bears stare.
0: <laughs> and, and Cousins. Yeah, of course. Um, so, okay. So, I didn't realize that these movies were theatrically released, and I found it out in my research preparing for this episode. But the Care Bears movie, mm-hmm. uh, released in 1985, um, I did not know this, was the highest grossing animated movie outside of Disney animation at the time. And that is buck wild to me yeah because i want you to guess how much how much of a budget these motherfuckers had oh they made this movie they made this movie in eight months they worked with Nelvana studios and they also outsourced a lot of the animation to a different studio in taiwan but they had eight months to finish this movie and i want you to guess what their budget was
1: oh my god
0: granted 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 this is like a huge marketing thing they made a ton of money from these greeting cards i want you i want you to guess what the budget was i'm
1: guessing the budget is either like just like incomparably high or like staggeringly low like it's either something like two hundred thousand dollars or like 85 million or something
0: Do you have like a solid single guess, or do you want me to just tell you?
1: I'm, um, I'm, I'm thinking it's gonna be like surprisingly high because I I know Mickey Rooney is in.
0: Yeah, uh, he fr- sure the is. first
1: Care Bears movie because I saw the Dougie McCritic review years ago. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh. First of all, I wanted to point out. I feel like a lot of people may not have actually seen these movies, but I feel like a decent amount of people that exist on the internet are familiar with Dougie McCritic, mm-hmm. and he did review all three of these movies, and I will address that.
1: Okay, cool. But uh, okay, so fuck
0: him. These movies are fun to watch. Yeah, <laughs> just like right out the gate, they're for children.
1: So I'm gonna say because I know that Mickey Rooney, and I'm assuming some other celebrities are probably in these. This first movie. I'm i s I'm gonna go and say that the budget was just staggeringly like far too high for a movie of this caliber. It's gonna be like Oh well I don't know, because then like you say that the movies like did really well financially and they made a quite a few of these, so I can't be that big. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say seventy million. Seventy million. Two. Two million?
0: Two two million.
1: That is that is nothing.
0: That's very low.
1: That's very low. Very low. Wow. I feel.
0: I. I was like. I. I. Because I had a. I, I have a lot that I want to talk about in this episode. So there was a. There was like an entire part of the Wikipedia page for this movie talking about production details and like animation stuff and like developing the soundtrack. I definitely recommend reading it because I feel like it's a fascinating read. I very much just skimmed it for the purpose of this episode, but I want to mm-hmm. get back into it and look more into it. Yeah. But it sounds like it was. Hell to make this movie. Two
1: million in two million million in eight months. I feel so bad for
0: these animators. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, that's absurd. And like, it was theatrically released too. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't just like you know some like, oh, it was theatrically released like only in like two theaters. It was like you know nationwide around the world. Like everyone like released in like every cinema. I'm assuming.
0: I didn't. I couldn't find too much I information mean, about yeah. um, about like that. Uh, I'm sure I could, but, but like it's,
1: pres- presumably, you know, it was like presumably, yeah. It, it wasn't it did like a really li- well. It wasn't a limited release. It was probably a wide release, which is
0: yeah. Oh
1: my god, that yeah, that's that's insane.
0: So like, uh, yeah. I guess I'm gonna start talking about the movie in earnest now. I'm gonna go one movie at a time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, this movie was just thrown together in eight <laughs> months. Um, That's
1: absurd.
0: I gotta say, yeah, you're right about Mickey Rooney. Uh, he was Mr. Cherrywood, the old guy that, like, right, tells the yeah. story was, at the beginning of the He's, like, the, the story. narrator. Yeah, because it, the narration is diegetic, because it opens up with, like, an orphanage and, like, mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Cherrywood and, like, the kids want a story before they go to bed, and so Mr. Cherrywood tells them the story of Nicholas, the Care the, the Care Bears, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Mickey Rooney is in this, Cree Summer voices Kim, the, oh, cool. the little girl, and uh, Billy Mae Richards voices Tenderheart Bear, which we know as the Rankin-Bass, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, yeah. And I picked up on that as a kid, and it made me, like, super uncomfortable. I don't know why. I was like, oh, shit, that's Tenderheart Bear. Why is that voice coming out of this reindeer? It, like, really freaked me out as a kid. Yeah. But, um, now that I know that, I think that's interesting. But as a kid, it, like, really freaked me out. Mm. But, yeah, Mickey Rooney is Mr. Cherrywood. And, like, Mr. Cherrywood tells the story of Nicholas, who is a guy. He's, like, a kid that works for this, like, shitty musician, and he has a trunk, and inside the trunk, there's, like, this cursed-ass book with, like, the creepiest face. It's so funny. Um, this book is, like, possessed yeah. by a spirit that can, like, shapeshift and turn it into different, like, scary animals or whatever. So Nicholas doesn't have any friends and wants to make friends. And the spirit's like, oh, if you are good at magic, people will like you. And so he's like, okay, cool, I'm just gonna hang out with this demon i guess so she gives him like magic powers and like he reads these spells or whatever and Tenderheart is like trying to be friends with him and he's like don't do this and nicholas is like no i'm gonna be bad or whatever so people will like me and then uh the spirit's actually trying to make it so that nobody cares anymore and it'll destroy care a lot and they have like a caring meter that goes down every time the world gets bad or like people stop caring as much um oh, yeah. and That's, like, their mission, to, like, stop, or to, like, keep people, like, happy and caring about each other and whatever. And, um, so, the spirit is, like, putting curses on people, like, at the carnival where Nicholas works, and, like, the Care Bears have to, like, find him and, like, make friends with him so he'll stop. And then, like, Grumpy Bear is working on, like, a machine to, like, teleport the Care Bears wherever they need to go, and it breaks, so, like, some of the or like there's Kim and Jason who are orphans, and they meet. They're like the good guy kids, and they make friends with Friend Bear and Secret Bear. They're brought to Care a lot, and then the teleporter breaks, so they get cast off into the forest of feelings, where they meet the Care Bear cousins, like Brave Heart Lion, Playful Heart Monkey, uh, Gentle Heart Lamb. They're like basically all the characters that aren't bears, um. So they get separated and they have to like try to get back to Earth to find Nicholas. And like, uh, Carolot's falling apart and then they finally get to the, uh, carnival where (laughs) Nicholas is just like camping out in an old like castle ride that just so happens to have like a working like cauldron and like secret lair just built into it, so that's cool. But they find him, there's a cool sequence where they, like, run throughout the carnival and they, like, go on all these rides and stuff. That's, like, pretty fun. And then they find Nicholas, they tell him that, like, they care about him and that he's, like, a good person and he doesn't have to do all this. And then he changes his mind and becomes a good guy and then closes the book and they lock it and then the spirit is trapped forever. And then the Care Bear cousins join the Care Bears in Carolot and they, they, originally they have blank stomachs. And then when they become a part of the Care Bear family, they get, like, their little belly badges and stuff. So they're able Mm -hmm. to, like, fully become a part of the family. So, my thoughts on this movie is that it's good. It's Mm -hmm. pretty good. It holds up okay. The music is not excellent. um, Yeah. Because a lot lot of it was, like, child actors singing, Mm -hmm. which, like, isn't always good. We
1: talked about it last week, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not, like, excellent. Um, The animation is decent. It's kind of, like, it's, you know, the 80s. It's, like, a little bit stagnant, but there are some, like, pretty nice visuals. The way that the backgrounds are painted are very pretty, especially with all, like, the clouds and the rainbows and shit. Um, Also, it's for kids. Yeah. It's It's a kids movie. And, like, I know that nowadays children's media has a lot more effort put into it which is good i oh, think that yeah. that's great but sometimes you just gotta watch something dumb like mm. sometimes like not every movie has to be a masterpiece and i'll like, take
1: it with like the context of like when it was made like,
0: exactly you can't and just say like how... oh this is
1: a bad movie because it's like you know it, it doesn't, it doesn't have, like, hold a,
0: up today it, it doesn't whatever. have like a
1: great message or you know it doesn't have like a lot of effort put into it like yeah and most movies from this era weren't unless you were like a disney and even then at the time disney wasn't releasing like masterpieces
0: yeah it's i don't know i think like it served its purpose it's enjoyable yeah. to watch it's like cute <clears throat> the message is like not bad i don't I don't hate this movie. I am a little bit surprised that it did so well, because I wouldn't consider it a good movie, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like, I like it. I think it's good. I would watch it again. But it's not, Uh, like,
1: a technically great movie.
0: Yeah, like, by definition, it's not, like, an amazing movie. But Mm -hmm. it serves its purpose. It's for kids, and it's, like, relatively pretty. It's, like, Mm -hmm. cool. Um... The Care Bears movie 2, which I remember liking a lot more as a kid. I don't know why. Yeah. I liked it wasn't a lot it, more as a it, kid for some was, reason.
1: Wasn't it Care Bears 2 The Next Generation? Like Star it Trek? Was,
0: it was the Care Bears movie 2, colon, A New Generation. A
1: New Generation, right. So,
0: so here's the thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This movie is buck wild yeah, when it comes y- to like... When it comes to like the established Care Bear lore, the like timing, like all of the characters, there's like two new characters that just kind of come out of nowhere and are like integral to the Care Bear family in quotes, mm-hmm. and they do not make an appearance until the second movie. I'll get into it, but I remember liking this movie a lot more as a kid and rewatching it as an adult, I'm like, "Oh no, this movie sucks, doesn't it?" <laughs> but I watched it till the end. Like I watched all these movies within the past like 3 days. You watched the third one with me like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um Boy, so did you I. can you can have more of a more of a part in the conversation that way, which is really cool. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, the second movie is weird. The timeline makes no sense. I still think it's pretty good. I still mm-hmm. like enjoy watching it. Um I think I remember it being like funnier than the first one as well Mm -hmm. and the music is a lot better because it's all like just people singing in the background it's not like the Uh, characters singing it's not
1: musical numbers it's okay
0: exactly it's like it's like montages rather than like musical numbers which i really appreciate because do you remember in uh, a dougie mccritic's review there's like a scene in the first Care Bears movie where they're singing about, they're singing about Carolot, they're singing about the Forest of Feelings, and they're singing about Earth and how, like, it's all home. I like, think so. These, these are where we live. There's, like, this one sequence where, like, the little boy, Jason, sings. It's bad. Like, <laughs> I feel bad, like, making fun of this child actor that, like, honestly did a pretty good job voice acting. Not a great singer.
1: Yeah. But that doesn't surprise me.
0: I think it definitely helps the the sequel that they didn't do that. (laughs) They didn't even try. Yeah. And I remember the songs being, like, pretty good. Um, They're catchy, at least. Both movies, the songs are, like, pretty okay. Um, So, yeah. It was not very well-received for reasons that I will get into later that are Mm. not what you would expect. Okay. They're really weird reasons why people thought this was a bad movie.
1: Ooh, I'm... Oh, I'm so interested. Okay.
0: Okay, so this is the Camp Champ one.
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: This is this is the summer camp one. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm pulling up I'm pulling up the plot on Wikipedia again. The only I thing this... I
1: remember is a little girl at camp wants to be Camp Champ and there was some sort of like demon shapeshifting whatever who took there the form of There super was
0: there's super was. There's a lot of, like, literal demons in, like, Care Bear shit. It's That's really funny. so
1: funny. <laughs> That's a recurring motif.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's not the same movie again, but it follows the same formula for sure. Uh-huh. Um, so... Not taking that into account, this is weird. I don't know how any of this is supposed to work, but in the beginning of the movie, there's a boat... The first shot is, like, a boat. And we see these two characters that we've never seen before, True Heart Bear and uh, Noble Heart Horse, who, as I mentioned before, does not look like a horse. (laughs) Um, Yeah, God. Um, They are just on this boat with a bunch of baby Care Bears and Care Bear cousins below deck, like, sleeping. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. They have blank stomachs Uh uh-huh so they're not like full care bears yet i guess where these babies came from never explained where these where these guardians came from never explained
1: so this are they're not are they so they're new care bears like all the babies are new care bear characters
0: they are not no that's the thing so it's that's the thing so it's not a new generation. It's fucking, like, Tenderheart and Grumpy Bear and, like, Braveheart line. It's all the original characters so from the- a prequel? Not really. That's the thing. Weird. Okay. Like, like, the first, like, quarter of the movie could be a prequel, and then the rest of it is just, like, a normal Care <laughs> <Hair> Bears movie. <laughs> I'll get into it. it. Give me a sec. I'll get there. So, okay. this Guardian, like- the, these two the, true heart and noble heart are like leading these care bear babies to safety they just call them the cubs um mm-hmm. and there's this the care bear you, you cubsons, cubsons. <laughs> so you know the the shape-shifting demon his name is dark heart i remember dark heart yeah die because yeah, there guy. is
1: there is a character in uh, Marvel Comics. He's a ghostwriter villain, and his name is also Darkheart, and it's very funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> he
1: literally shares a name.
0: <laughs> so Darkheart is a shape-shifting demon um, that just like follows these guardians with their like cubs, and turns into like a sea serpent and like tries to kill them, I guess. <laughs> and Great. so Trueheart and Nobleheart are able to like get out of the situation or whatever, and then they meet this. Floating, big-ass star with, like, oh, eyebrows.
2: God. Oh, I, sent, I
0: I sent you a picture of him when I was yeah. watching the movie. I don't know what he is. Uh, I guess he's, like, God, maybe? <laughs> but he's like, True heart and noble heart bear have demonstrated immense caring. I will task you with making sure everyone on the planet cares about each other or whatever. And you, your duty is to take care of these Care Bears and Care Bear Cousins so they can continue your work, whatever, when the time comes. <laughs> so this star, God, I guess. Care Bears meet God. I guess. So God, I suppose, bestows upon all of these characters their, like, belly badges, indicating their, like, personalities and, like, sort of their powers, because they can like manifest things from mm-hmm. their like stomachs, which is kind of weird. Oh, huh, so they're um, like
1: a Green Lantern.
0: <laughs> a little bit, but it's only like like Tenderheart can just make big floating hearts because he just has a heart on his stomach. Huh. So it's, it's weird. It's super weird. This <laughs> this movie is very strange. So we cut to, they live in the clouds now, mm-hmm. uh, in the kingdom of caring, and there's not, like this not castle. Care a lot. No, not Care-A-Lot. It's something different. I was confused by that, too, the first time I rewatched this, like, yesterday. Um, Yeah, it's not Care-A-Lot. It's it's just the Kingdom of Caring. So, they have, like, this nursery thing, and they have to take care of these babies, while also keeping an eye out for Darkheart, who's, like, his whole thing is he wants to, like, destroy them and, like, make everybody not care anymore or whatever. So, cut to... It's summer camp time. Mm -hmm. So... The the three, the three kids characters names are John, Don, and Christy, and Christy is the one that wants to be camp champ. Mm -hmm. She is voiced by Cree Summer as well, same as Kim in the in the previous movie. Great. So, uh, they're just kind of recycling, um. John, Don, and was it Christy? Christy, Christy. Christy. For some
1: reason, it just makes me think of the the Nickelodeon show uh, Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Don.
0: I'm so sorry for Dickie. <laughs> yeah. So, Christy, John and Don are at a summer camp. Another thing, there's no adults in this movie. At all. <laughs> absolutely Love none. It. There's there's no camp counselors, there's no parents, mm-hmm. there's Completely nothing. Completely
1: unsupervised.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's the kids like run the camp. It's weird. <laughs> so like John, Don and Christy are fucking losers that don't win any races, they're not good at swimming, they're not good at like anything. So this like chad ass like 10 year old keeps kicking the shit out of them at like every sport and keeps being like oh you guys have to do trash duty because you guys suck and i'm the camp champ and it's like where are your fucking parents where are like any adults maybe so, the,
1: <laughs> maybe the camp counselors were there and like all the kids just like strung them up on like the flagpole or whatever i like, guess on the first yeah, the, day they're the like we run the like camp a, now
0: yeah the kids had like a fucking mutiny it's like lord of the flies
1: <laughs> the inmates run know. the asylum now <laughs>
0: yeah honestly but like (laughs) these kids are fucking nightmarish to each other and like i don't even know this kid's name like chad i'm gonna call him chad but he's like mean and he's like whatever and then christy is like i'm gonna run away from camp and then john and don are like shit us too so they run off into the woods unsupervised so they're gonna get eaten by a fucking like bear or whatever um not a care bear a regular bear um so, <laughs> so Christy meets Darkheart, who is, like, shapeshifting and, like, poses as, like, a kid. And she makes this, like, demonic contract with him where, like, he's like, I'm going to give you all this, like, special, like, physical ability so you can be the camp champ, but I need you to do me a favor later. When Leo, I come, when I return, you need to do me this favor.
1: Leo, can I just say that the, the character's name that you're thinking of, uh, his name is in fact Camp Champ. That is oh his. Oh my God! That is his given name.
0: His name is just Camp Champ. <laughs> they, they didn't bother. Fuck it, I'm calling him Chad. Um, That's so funny. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so she makes like this contract with like basically a demon, mm-hmm. and so she like wins at everything. But like John and Don went off separately from Christy, and they got lost. But they found um. Uh, True Heart Bear, who was sent on a mission to, like, help these kids because they were, like, sad or whatever. They're not dealing with, like, actual problems. They're just making sure kids aren't sad. Yeah. They're all orphans, nice. too. All of the kids, like, just so happen to be orphans.
1: Really? Okay. Yeah.
0: They're, mm. like, all- I don't know why. They're just always just orphans. Just like the
1: Boo Brothers.
0: I guess, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, the- John and Don are, like, siblings. They meet up with Tenderheart, and Swiftheart Rabbit, who's a baby at the time, stows away. Aww yeah she's cute um so they meet ten Uh, not Tenderheart, uh true heart and true heart brings them back to the kingdom of caring and it's like oh shit me and uh me and noble heart have to like go do something hey watch all of these babies for us <laughs> all of them watch all of them for us and so they're like oh uh, okay cool so they're having to take care of these babies And then they have a good time and they, like, bond with the children. Then they feel better about being able to, like, do things. Because they were like, oh, I can't run or whatever. But I can also... Their thing was, like, you can share your feelings. Anyone can share their feelings. Which is, like, cool, I guess. Yeah. Even if you're not super talented, you can still be a good friend and, like, a good person. Be emotionally vulnerable. Yeah, it's, like, pretty nice. It's, like, a decent um, sentiment. But uh, I'm not reading the Wikipedia article. I'll switch tabs. But um, mm-hmm. I just know this movie because I watched it literally yesterday. But um, anyway, uh, they babysit the cubs. The, True Heart sends them back to camp. And then <clears throat> they meet up with Christy and Christy just like kicks ass at everything. She's so good at running and jumping and swimming and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she's like camp champ now, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cut to, cut back to the Kingdom of Caring. This is where it gets fucking weird. Okay. So, there is a montage of all of these characters growing up over, presumably, a couple of years. And they're all living together as children. But in the first movie, the Care Bears don't know who the Care Bear cousins are. And the Care Bears have stomach badges, but the cousins don't. Mm
2: -hmm. Later
0: on, they do. But in the sequel... They're all friends. They all grow up together and have those badges on their stomach. So the second
1: movie is a reboot, even though it's called the movie two.
0: Yeah. It just retcons everything. That's so weird. There's like sequences where like, (coughs) like Proud Heart Cat and like Funshine Bear like hang out. As babies like as kids Mm -hmm. they don't fucking know each other in the first movie they're like who are these clowns who are these not bears that look like us so that's weird and also this montage takes place it's a really sweet song I really enjoy the like um, the sequence of it actually but um so these characters grow up together presumably over some time it takes Mm -hmm. it takes time to get to be from like a baby to an adult I don't yeah. know how Care Bears age, but
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> it's probably at least a year. So when that segment is over and all these Care Bears are, like, adults, we cut back to summer camp, and it's still the same situation. The kids are still the same age. Christie's camp champ and is now, like, being an asshole to all the other campers, especially Chad, but he was a dick, so he kind of deserved it, to be honest. Uh-huh. But, like, this whole, like, this could be a separate movie. Like, these characters Weird. are, like... So much time has passed, and it's like, oh, back on Earth, it's different. Which, like, like I... Which like I guess you could make the argument that it's like oh time moves differently, but it's yeah. never addressed. It's ever. like
1: in it's like in the good place when they say that like on Earth time moves in like a linear line, but uh, in like the afterlife time moves in a Jeremy Bearme.
0: Jeremy Bearme, yeah, I guess,
2: <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Time, in,
1: time in, in-, in the kingdom of caring, and I guess by extension Carolot moves in a Jeremy guess. I
0: guess. So, and then I don't actually remember what part of the movie this is. Uh, when they grow up, oh no, it was True Heart and Noble Heart separated the cubs when they were babies, so the baby bears live in Carolot, and the baby, everybody else, lives in the Forest of Feelings, which kind Mm -hmm. of makes sense in how they meet later on, but they're also like adults, and also they all have the stomach badges, which isn't the case in the first movie. I'm reading way too much into this, but it's definitely worth mentioning. Yeah. This is the part of the no reason. Sense. This is part of the reason why it was so not received well, critically. Mm-hmm. Because I guess, like, movie critics were like, I, mean, I really, like, I'm I'm, 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 I'm reporting all this. I know in my heart of hearts, it's not that deep. Yeah, it's not. It's just not. They're movies yeah. for kids to sell toys. It's not that deep at all. I'm not angry about this movie not making sense. I think it's uh-huh. very funny, and I think it's very interesting to talk about those like creative decisions. But I'm not angry at all. Mm-hmm. It's not that fucking deep. But these critics were like so mad that <laughs> that the Care Bears lore was tarnished.
1: <laughs> Roger, Roger Ebert is like, you can't just like ignore <laughs> the yeah, the yeah. <laughs> The intrinsic lore of the Care Bears franchise, just one movie in, you can't do that. It's not right.
0: <laughs> and it's like technically, yes, that's not a good call to make as like a movie, but also like, who cares? Yeah. It's whatever. It's it's a silly movie about bears that love people. It's not that big of a deal. Uh-huh. So but that's part of the reason why this like whole timeline issue is part of the reason why it was so like not very well received critically. Um uh-huh. Oh, it only made a third of the money that the first one did, just as, really? like, a okay. reference. People didn't really like this one either. Which sucks, because I think it's a pretty fun movie to watch, and I think it's honestly more interesting to watch than the first one. Yeah. But, um, it was not very well received. So, I anyway, definitely
1: liked of Critics' review of uh, the second one more than the first one.
0: I think the second, in, the movie, is just more interesting in general. Yeah. Um, but... So back to the plot i suppose christy's bitchy she's like real mean to everybody now that she's the camp champ and then darkheart comes back and is like hey i'm making good on that favor that you promised me so she's basically helping him capture the care bears so he can like destroy them or whatever and be like top bad guy in the world etc but then she starts to feel bad about it she's like okay i did what you asked me to like now leave me alone i don't want to keep doing this and he's like, I can take away your powers. I can take away the fact that you're camp champ. And it's like, dude, you're gonna, like, kill these bears. I don't think you should prioritize being the camp champ over, like... Yeah. I don't know. But she, like, continues to do it. But Darkheart, like, falls out of a canoe, hits his head, and almost fucking drowns. <laughs> and, yeah. This villain sucks. He's, like, really stupid. <laughs> he's, like, standing up in the canoe and, like because that was like a trap that they laid to like capture the care bears he's like standing up in the canoe it like rocks he hits his head on the side and then God. falls in the water and he like almost dies so christy <laughs> I actually, saves like, him got
1: myself a headache from like laughing so hard at that
0: yeah so <laughs> christy so saves funny. him and he's like why did you do that if you knew what was good for you you would have just let me like drown and she's uh-huh. like she's like uh, even if you're a ba- even if you're evil or whatever you're still a person i'm like he's literally not though he's, he's demon, not a person yeah. he's like he turned into a, a like a sea serpent in the first f- scene of the movie he's literally not a human being
1: he's literally called dark heart
0: he's like a monster
1: his name is literally dark like you can so like
0: so like honestly she probably should have just let him die but it's a kid's movie so we're not gonna do that
2: (laughs) yeah anyway
0: so he like uh the care bears like lay a trap to like find him and like spring the others but it's actually a trap for them to get caught so they can release all of the ones that were previously captured there's a scene where they have to like get the key from darkheart and he's like taking a nap and mm-hmm. he's, like, he keeps turning into different animals, like, while he's sleeping. And Grumpy Bear's That's trying fun. to, like, grab the key off his neck. It's a pretty, like, fun sequence. Um, yeah.
1: Is it is it time for a game of disappearing bears?
0: Oh, I skipped that scene because it was uh. stupid. <laughs> it's, like, I'll, I'll go over it very briefly. In, like, the middle of the movie, Darkheart shows up in Carolot And he's, like, hey, I'm here to, I'm the caring meter reader. I'm here to look at your caring meter. And he's, like, fucking with it and breaking it, obviously.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they're, like, throwing a party for whatever reason, and he's like, okay, y'all go play some games, and he's just trying to, like, capture them, like, while they're playing games, and he's like, oh, we'll play hide-and-seek, and And they all spread out, and he's like, time for a game of disappearing bears, (laughs) which is, like, probably the funniest line of that entire movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's very good.
0: And it's like not funny for the reasons that they wanted it to be. Yeah, if they, it's they just wanted such it a, to be funny at all,
1: it's just such an absurd line. <laughs>
0: it's so dumb, but
1: <laughs> disappearing no, bears.
0: I skipped the disappearing bears line. I apologize. Uh uh-huh. How could you? <laughs> yeah, I know you were looking forward to that. I was really um, <laughs> looking forward
1: to it. It's the only <laughs> thing. I. Ever, it's one of the few things I remember from this movie.
0: So, have you seen these? You've se- no, obviously you've seen I'm, the Wonderland I'm, one. I'm,
1: I've seen only Doug McCritic's reviews and uh, the third one that we watched yesterday. I watched uh, Care Bears. I think it was like Adventures and Joke a lot or something. Journey to Joke a lot. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one. Yeah, that's that's. One I, I haven't watched when seen
0: I was a it. Kid. I haven't seen it, but I probably would watch it now. I guess mm-hmm. um, just for fun. Might have to be high for it, but I wa I, I'd watch <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, so the, they're, like, trying to free the Care Bears and they're trying to get the, 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 the key from Darkheart. And he wakes up and, like, the kids come down to, like, the basement of this, like, secret cabin that he has his, like, lair in. That's where they're all at. Um, but he wakes up and is like, fuck, I'm gonna kill y'all or whatever. And he, like, traps the Care Bears in these, like, crystals in, like, a chandelier. And he, like, zaps Christy, too, in doing so. And he, like, suddenly feels bad about it because she saved him at the lake. Which, like, he, he like, feels bad about Christy being, like, zapped and, like, crystallized. And, um, so he's, like, oh, the chandelier breaks and all of the bears are freed and they're trying to, like, help Christy and he's, like, you gotta help her, like, she shouldn't have- this wasn't meant to happen. I didn't mean to do that or whatever. Like, she saved me before I need to, like, help her. Suddenly having a change of heart. It's not mm-hmm. super well written. A change of
1: his dark heart.
0: I guess, yeah. And then, like, the Care Bears, like, circle around, um...
1: Oh, this is where they all chant that they believe or whatever. <laughs>
0: We care. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, it's very, like, Pokemon the first movie, where they just, like... (laughs) Really,
1: it's just Pokemon the first movie. They just, like,
0: chant that they care about Christy, and she, like, wakes up, and then, like, Darkheart gives up his evil ways and just, like, becomes a normal kid, which I liked in the first movie, because Nicholas Mm -hmm. was a normal kid that just wanted to have friends and, like, fell in with, like, the wrong crowd, which in this case was an evil book, but he was a normal-ass kid that was deep down a good person. And so at the end of the movie, when they're like, hey, we care about you, like, you can do better than this, and we'll, like, help you do so, it makes sense for this character's arc to be like, oh, okay, I can just be a good person and people will like me. Darkheart is a fucking demon. Yeah. (laughs) Where does this come from? Like... If he is a being of pure evil and wants to, like, kill these characters of light and, like, destroy, like, all the goodness in the world, why the fuck would he have a change of heart because some girl, like, got zapped? It doesn't make sense for this character's, like, archetype, I guess. Yeah. But, like, it's nice enough. It's 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 for kids. It's, like, you it's know. It's
1: a redemption arc.
0: Yeah, it's, like, if people care about you and you make the decision to be a good person, you can be a good person. That's mm-hmm. good. That's okay. But, I don't know. He's literally a demon. Literally. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of came so out is of is way. Yeah. But I Your like
1: sweet him. baboo.
0: I love him. Um, no. Crowley. Sorry. Whatever. Mm. It's stupid. I'm pronouncing it Crowley. Um, but. Yeah. So. That was weird. It was a weird ending. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think the reason it bothers me so so much is that there wasn't really much build up to it. Like yeah. there was. There was the scene where she saves him at the lake and he's like, why did you do that? And, like, kind of starts to think, like, okay, cool. Being a good person benefits me, at least. But it's not addressed again until that scene. Mm -hmm. So it, like, it would have been okay, I think, if there was, like, maybe one more instance of him, like, doubting himself or whatever. But um, at the end of the movie, he has, like, red eyes because, of course, he does. At the end of the movie, they're they're blue because he's a good person now and he's, like, a normal human being. Yeah. Um... And then they all go swimming in the lake, and then the movie's over. So that's like cool. That's cute. It's like a decent movie. I thought it was like pretty interesting. There's a lot of like kind of cool scenes. Um, I have my thoughts written down. In uh, in summation, the timeline makes no sense. The ending is really cheesy, but it's for children. And seeing the characters that I liked a lot as a kid as babies was very cute. Yeah, it's a it's a cute movie and it's pretty fun. So I'm not gonna like shit on it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed watching it.
1: Yeah. So One when you thing. said Oh, go, oh ahead. go ahead. Oh, so when you said that uh, people responded to it, like uh, the critical reaction was really negative, uh, and you said for weird reasons, was it just because of like the timeline not making sense and critics being mad about it, or no, there was a, sorry, more? there was okay. a different
0: reason. They compared it to two key other pieces of media, Faust or Faust, like the German legend of like. <laughs> excuse me like making a deal with a demon like a faustian contract they thought like the critics were like oh you're just doing this story yeah but like adapting it for kids that's fascinating yeah that's that's
1: actually like kind of interesting also like star wars is the most like unoriginal movie ever made like it's literally (laughs) just like it's literally just Joseph Campbell's like the hero of a thousand faces with just like a sci-fi like world slapped on top of it. There's yeah. nothing original about the story of Star Wars, but people love it. And people, but like, like
0: critics were really weird about the whole Faustian contract thing that's that happens. So interesting. In this movie. They were like, uh, when I was reading about this movie on like Wikipedia and getting like the critical like response to it and looking into like production details and stuff, it kept coming back to this. And I'm like is it
1: like the is it like Christian moms or is it like no, just because it's unoriginal? Like,
0: like legitimate film critics, I think it's because it's unoriginal. That's it's so like,
1: weird. That's a very modern arg. that's a very modern like cinema sinzy like argument of like well this isn't a completely original movie so therefore it's bad.
0: Yeah, and also like deal with the devil is a very common trope. Yeah. But you can't get mad at people for using that because it's like Mm -hmm. it's almost like a genre at this point yeah there's tons of stories about King's
1: literally based on hamlet but for kids like yeah but this movie being faust for kids is bad because whatever that's very interesting
0: i think it's a good i i think they implemented that trope and that story pretty well so the Mm -hmm. fact that people are so like weird about it is like surprising to me that's Um, interesting
1: what was the other movie they were comparing it to
0: uh, a specific rendition of Peter Pan, huh. where I, th- I think it was like a stage play or something, where Peter Pan turns to the audience and is like, you know, tell us you care or whatever. Oh,
1: when, when you have to like believe in Tinkerbell so she lives or whatever.
0: Yeah, something yeah. like that. Oh, uh, True Heart Bear in the scene where they're like chanting to like revive Christie literally turns to the audience. Oh, yeah. And it's like. That tell us you care like shout it like whatever Mm -hmm. like literally like addresses the audience like specifically interesting when it got to that point i was just like watching it on my ipad i had to like look away i was like kind of it was like kind of secondhand embarrassment e but yeah overall i enjoy the movie it's whatever However, there's one thing that I wanted to discuss when it comes to the main themes of these two movies, the first two, that I think is, like, kind of interesting and, like, pretty cool. The main idea of both of these movies and, like, the overarching theme is just caring. Not loving unconditionally, not always being a good person, not, like, being selfless all the time. It's just giving a shit. And I think that's, like... A pretty cool message because you can't always love somebody unconditionally sometimes like you're selfish sometimes you're kind of a bad person people make mistakes sometimes but as long they're as,
1: kind of a bad person
0: but like as long as you give a shit and put forth the effort and care about being a good person and care about your friends and the people in your life you're on the right track and i think that that's a pretty cool way of framing that yeah for that kids. is interesting yeah which because most of the time it's like you know be good or like always i Brush don't know teeth. yeah it's like very <laughs> abstract almost unattainable concepts for kids that are still like learning how to be people much less good people yeah and i think i don't think it's that deep i don't think this is was at all what they were going for i think it was just because care rhymes with bear bear yeah. and that's that's the theme that they chose to go with however mm. i think in execution it's kind of interesting and like a pretty nice theme yeah like The Care Bears teach us to give a shit about ourselves and other people, and that's pretty cool. Mm Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Care Bears' adventure in Wonderland, however, (laughs) uh, does not follow that theme, I would say. Does
1: it follow anything?
0: I think it is...
1: Aside from the story of Alice in Wonderland.
0: I don't think there was much of a theme to this movie at all. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I've been taking up a lot of uh audio time. I want you to start out with like how you felt about this movie.
1: Um it's so I I know you're not a fan of Alice in Wonderland like the story. Like obviously Not, not so much. Obviously Lewis Carroll's like a trash heap of a human being, um but I like the aesthetic and like the story and like the I get the appeal of Alice in Wonderland a lot. I don't like the Tim Burton version. Obviously, I think that's terrible. Um, But I do really like the original Disney movie. I like other, like, fun cartoon adaptations. Um, This might be one of my favorite renditions of Alice in Wonderland.
0: Really? I'm so glad! Because I really liked this movie as a kid. I watched it all the time. It was so fun.
1: Yeah, I really enjoy, like, the, the way that... Uh, they do things like the Cheshire Cat is, like, this wrapping CeeLo Green kind of character. Who,
0: like, blends into the background and has, like, yeah, shifting, he, like, He has patterns. the shifting powder
1: and it's, like, like a chowder character. Uh, it's very fun and, like, very aesthetically appealing.
0: Yeah, I uh, I honestly, like, really enjoyed the Cheshire Cat. Usually, like, I don't know, usually whenever they make something wrap. Mm-hmm in like a kids movie it's always like cringy and bad. I think he was like yeah. okay. He was like pretty yeah, good. Yeah,
1: he yeah, he works a lot better than um say like the Smurfs rapping in the Smurfs movie. Oh god. Or like uh I don't know, just anything adjacent to that.
0: They definitely made Grumpy Bear rap too for like that a second. That was pretty funny. It was funny.
1: Beats. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, okay, so this movie is literally just Alice in Wonderland but the Care Bears are like <laughs>
0: they're just there
1: it's, it's like the Care Bears wrote a self-insert Alice in Wonderland fanfic yeah it's kind of how it plays out
0: yeah it's honestly if you remove <laughs> the Care Bears if, from this movie it wouldn't really be that different
1: or if Alice in Wonderland uh, wrote like her memoirs and just like wanted to throw in like the care bears (laughs) to get like some some brand recognition in there.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Um, is how it it feels. Um I like the the fact that Swiftheart Rabbit's uncle is the white rabbit from the Alice in Wonderland story. I think that's fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that was like it was kind of like an okay, that's how you're justifying this, but Yeah. Ooh, it's thundering. Ooh, that's exciting. Um, yeah, like they justified having the Care Bears in this movie at all by being like, "Oh yeah, the white rabbit is Swiftheart Rabbit's like uncle, yeah, or whatever," which is like, okay, yeah, whatever. It might as well be the case.
1: Yeah. Um. I really like the the look of Wonderland, like all the different colors and like the 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 checkerboard sort of like uh ground. Yeah. And, uh, I, the the flamingo, the, the croquet flamingo is, like, Australian, for some, Australian
0: for some reason. He's
1: just Australian for some reason, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, mate. Oh, we're we gonna get into the Red Queen of Hearts. Here we Alright,
0: princess, let's give it a go.
1: <laughs> let's give it a Red hot go.
2: Alright.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the wizard was an Oh, an interesting addition. Uh he's the villain of this movie and he's just like
0: He's just bad Jafar.
1: He's yeah, he really is just Jafar. He doesn't have a name. He's just the Wizard of Wonderland. Yep. And his whole thing is he wants to bring order and like like reason to Wonderland to make it like boring and like have rules.
0: They definitely is, they definitely did the whole like oh, it's turning into like Black and white instead of color, like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: A little heavy-handed. I mean, yeah,
1: but I, I think I remember Dougie McCritic's review of uh, *Alice in Wonderland*, the Tim Burton movie, from a while back. Back when I watched his videos before, you know, I realized that he wasn't very funny or good. Yeah,
0: um, or a good person.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, he he makes the point that in this uh, in this movie, the conflict makes more sense, like the villain, because. Uh, he's trying to bring order to a rule to a to a world of no order. Yeah. Whereas in the live action Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland, it's just the red heart. The Queen of Hearts is evil, even though like they're all like like she's she's crazy. We can't have her in charge, even though they're all crazy. Yeah. So, like, what's the point? And it's like this weird, boring, like political struggle between the. Between the princesses or whatever. I don't know. And then yeah. there's... The it's like white the white queen. queen and
0: the red queen. Or like yeah, at odds the white, or whatever. The white
1: queen is like the boring one. And it would have been more interesting if she was the villain.
0: Yeah, honestly.
1: Like she should have been the bad guy. because, And it would have been like a fun little twist.
0: Yeah, there like, has to be like any sort of conflict between... Or like any sort of like... uh, yeah. What's the word? Contrast between yeah. like... The way that the world operates and the way that, like, the villain wants the world to operate. Mm-hmm. But because, it's, like, uh, but if everybody's already fucking crazy and the ruler is crazy and doesn't have any, like, I guess, policies in place yeah. that are, like, bad, then, like, okay, who cares? Let her take over. Nothing's gonna change.
1: Yeah, there's a reason that, like, most House in Wonderland stories is just, like, a road trip movie that with, like, no real villain. Like, the Red, like, the red Queen is usually, like, a villain, sort of. She's usually
0: just, like, kind of a bitch, right? She's not, like, the main villain, right?
1: Well, she's usually, like, sort of played up, like, the villain in, like, the last third sometimes in, like, some, in most renditions, but that's mostly just because, like, I don't know. She, like, provides, it it really is just, like, a road trip movie. It really is. of Alice, like, going through Wonderland and seeing weird things and being like, oh, this is weird, and then she leaves. And then it's like, hmm, that sure was an interesting little adventure in Wonderland. Oh, well and then the movie's over yeah um but this scenario where there is like an actual story and a reason for her being in wonderland and like there's actually like a plot and uh like a character arc for alice like it's it's paper thin and it like it is paper thin her arc of like i'm not special i and then she like
0: hated that character i don't think she bothered me as much as a kid but like uh-huh. now that I'm an adult, and like you and I watching this movie, we're like every five minutes this bitch would be like, "I'm not special." I'm like, "You're literally on an epic adventure to save a ki- to save a kingdom right now."
1: With S- the Care Bears, <laughs> throw your like, bullshit. This, in like this magical like fairy tale universe, like you jumped through a magic mirror with like a anthropomorphic rabbit with a mustache.
0: Yeah, like
1: to like go like save like a kingdom.
0: But it is funny- a
1: tyrannical wizard.
0: Who, like, wants to, I don't know, take over and make everything bad and shitty and boring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You are, like, the centerpiece of, like, an epic adventure. Get over yourself.
1: And she just kept being like, oh, but, like, I can't do this. I'm not special enough for this. Which, like, I kind of understand, like, the whole self-doubt thing- but they they really went i think too heavy-handed with it.
0: Yeah. And but like, i i think it's funny cuz at the end of the movie, i mentioned this to you like as we were watching it. I hope i can like articulate it better. But i think it's funny cuz like at the end of the movie, the real princess shows up cuz she's like mm-hmm. taking the place of uh the princess of wonderland. She's like filling in cuz they look similar. But like they she like the real princess shows up. So she's still not the special one yeah she's like second fiddle to the real princess who actually has all these cool powers and shit and she's just like some random ass girl that they she's a stunt double essentially
1: it's like in the lego movie when uh you know they're like emmet's a special and then at the end it's like there is no special
0: yeah Like, whoever chooses to be, or, like, everyone's special, or whoever rises to the occasion is special, or Kung Fu Panda,
1: there is no special secret ingredient. Skadoosh. Skadoosh. Yeah.
0: I need to watch those movies. I haven't watched those in a while. They're really good. Yeah, I've heard, like, Kung Fu Panda is, like, genuinely some pretty good fucking movies.
1: I, I like, cried in the cinema watching Kung Fu Panda 2.
0: I saw the first one in theaters, but I don't think I saw any of the sequels, actually.
1: The second one is like really good
0: that's cool i, I, I've heard, bi- I, I heard i heard
1: great things about the third one but i haven't seen it yet
0: i remember i remember that there was some very nice visuals i remember the animation oh, yeah. was like, pretty fucking spectacular
1: the animation especially by like you know DreamWorks standards yeah was, like really breathtaking in the kung fu panda movies
0: cool i'll, I'll like have to look into those those sound like fun yeah. um but yeah we're as a care bears movie it's eh But as an Alice in Wonderland adaptation, it's okay. It's, like, pretty good.
1: It's a really good Alice in Wonderland movie, but it it has so little to do with the Care Bears that it may as well just be, like, it's like one of those, like, dollar store Alice in Wonderland, like, Disney, like, it's trying to fool grandparents into thinking it's a Disney movie, so they'll buy it for their kid's birthday, uh, it, it's, like, one of those, but, like, with just, like, Care Bear sticker slapped on top of it is kind yeah. of the- because it has so little to do with the, the characters, but it's still, like, fun.
0: It's still fun like to cute. watch. Like, you still get some, like, pretty funny interactions with the characters. Grumpy Bear makes jokes about being hungry, like, the entire time, That's, which is, like, it's, it's kind it's of It's not annoying. very
1: funny, but- <laughs> It's
0: kind of annoying, but it's-
1: It is very funny at the end when he starts rapping along to the Cheshire Cat's tune.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and and uh, was it Braveheart Lion? Uh, yes. He has he has a line about uh, how he's gonna be munching down on pickled beets.
0: No, he's and... gonna put pickled beets like on top of ice cream or something horrible. Oh like that. yeah, and, and Bear Braveheart... is a menace.
1: And Braveheart Lion says pickled beets, oh. Oh. and then he and then he faints, but he doesn't. they twice.
2: do it twice. <laughs>
0: they
1: do it twice during the number. It's so funny.
0: It's like silly. I remember liking that movie a lot as a kid, too.
1: The music in the movie's really good, actually. Yeah, it's,
0: like, pretty okay.
1: Not just, like, the rap. Like, using rap stuff in, like, kids' movies is, like, really hit or miss.
0: Yeah, I agree. I guess
1: I never miss, huh? Uh, (laughs) But, like, it's it's very, like, it's either, like, pretty good or, like, Spider-Verse, you know? Like, you know, using, like, actual music yeah or or it's like yeah or it's or it's like shark tail and it's just really cringy because it's like trying way too hard to like appeal to the youths like hey listen to these fat rhymes from missy elliott you know like oh i I know what i know what you kids want to hear you want to hear baby got back in this pg rated (laughs) animated family film
0: yeah perhaps not
1: um But it works really well in this movie and, like, the other little numbers. Like, the opening number is very pleasant. The, like, the little rise and shine.
0: Oh, Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. And we get to see. Oh, my God. I love. I love in media seeing characters interact and just being friends or, like, being. Yeah. Like domestic or, like, going about their daily routines or whatever. Getting that insight into characters makes them more, like, human to me, so I relate to them yeah. better. I really enjoy that. And, like, the opening scene where it's just, like, in Carolot and everybody's, like, you know, watering their plants or, like, yeah. making breakfast or getting the Waking mail. up
1: with the sun rising or whatever.
0: It's so cute. It's yeah. adorable.
1: Like, they're driving past each other in their little cloud cars and they're, they're waving at each other.
0: Cloud cars. It's so pleasant
2: like
0: (laughs) Care Bears might not have been adapted very well in the like currently and like the um source material is like greeting cards and like the original movies might not be like masterpieces and definitely they were just like shit to sell toys but like it's cute as hell it's like they live in the clouds and have cute little gardens and like rainbows and shit everywhere it's fucking adorable like the aesthetic holds up really well and Mm -hmm. honestly that's what's important because that's what care bears was designed for to be aesthetically pleasing yeah now care bears in wonderland was not very well received again it was uh mixed reviews this one had a five million dollar budget as opposed to Two million dollars for the first one, and I think that interesting. I think that reads the animation is definitely better. Hmm. Okay. It definitely like the quality of the video that we watched wasn't great, but like the shading and like the colors and like the movements were a lot better in this one. Cause that's first, very interesting. The first was this one, one came theatrically out, released. Yes, it was.
1: Real okay, because that's yeah. very interesting. Because it looks all three of like these a... were theatrically
0: that's crazy released.
1: this looks like the lamp before time 2
0: <laughs> yeah the it sucks because like the animation for the first two weren't excellent this one honestly like blows them out of the water with like the quality that's of the animation crazy to me. which is crazy because it's still not that great um yeah. i don't know it's it, it said that they had a five million dollar budget and it barely earned back that amount
1: Ooh, that sucks
0: and, um, so, the first movie came out in 1985, the second movie came out in 1986, and this one came out in 1987, so there's not a lot of time at all between all of those movies. absolute insanity. I feel so bad for everyone involved with making these movies. Holy shit. Yeah, real bad. That's
1: absurd. You can't just release three movies in the same series in three years. Like that's that's ridiculous. Like you do that with like directed DVD movies, but like they have much lower budgets and like you expect you know, them
0: to look like trash. These are supposed yeah, to look nice. Yeah, they're
1: cheap and easy to make, and like that's crazy.
0: Yeah, the Care Bears movie too came out the same year that uh the Transformers the movie came out, wow. and I can't help comparing the animation between those movies because it was like similar ideas, similar like, you know, toy selling movie thing, um, and like, not similar animation styles, but like, it was around that same time. And, uh, I gotta say the Transformers movie animation isn't great. I think it's better than the second Care Bears movie, but not by a whole lot. So I guess that's fair, I suppose. But, yeah, these came out really, like, closely after the, after, after... I, I think a lot of these movies were created, like, around the same time. Like, they were being worked on concurrently, which is a lot. But in mm-hmm. 1986, the Care Bears family TV show was released around the same time as the second movie. And I watched that a lot as a kid, and I've actually been watching a couple of episodes uh yesterday and the day before um i have to be high to watch the show it's like not <laughs> it's not excellent um the animation is even worse the characters interact more so they have more personalities i think because they don't have these like big uh ultimate story arcs with like a big main yeah. villain or whatever it's very like oh there's a trouble there's a problem in lot like uh, I think I
1: prefer stuff like that from things like this, though. I, Honestly, I prefer... yeah, yeah. I, I, I... I Like a Winnie the Pooh movie shouldn't be about like,
0: Pooh, we have to save the universe. Yeah, like that. That doesn't work. to save the universe.
1: Pooh, you're gonna have to go on without me. Yo,
0: no, Tigger just fucking dies.
2: Like, that oh, doesn't funny work. old
0: pal. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. And I watched I watched a couple of episodes. Or I watched, like, the first couple. Not great. Though it was, like, the first couple of episodes of, like, the first season. And um, they have the villain of this one. His name is No Heart.
2: Hmm. He
0: was the hooded figure that I sent you with, like, the eyebrows that just, like, stuck out of oh, his, like, yeah. hood. That's No Heart. He's the main villain. And, um... Uh, he has a sidekick named Beastly or, (laughs) or Mr. Beastly, who is, who is, um, it's literally the same exact character model as like the Tweedledee and Tweedledum characters from, uh, Adventure in Wonderland. Literally the same character model. I'll have to send you a picture of him later, but, um, same character design, but he's not wearing clothes (laughs) and he has like a, he has like a pilot's hat on. He's horrible. Mm. Um, but in the second season, I remember this a lot as a kid, because my parents fucking hated this chick. No Heart has a niece, and her name is Shrieky.
1: Oh, no. And
0: you can imagine just how horrible this character is.
1: Oh, yikes.
0: I haven't seen any of the new season, or the, the second season, um, recently. I'll have to go back and watch it. But yeah, Shrieky sucked. She... Obviously had, like, a horrible voice and, like, yelled a bunch and was just, like, really, really mean. But I remember her a lot from when I used to oh, watch that show a Oh, I really
1: kid. like her design.
0: <laughs> I forgot what she looked like. Put it she in She has, chat. like,
1: purple hair, like, green eyebrows, and, like, a green stripe in her ponytail. What? I kind of, like, really dig her, like, design. I think she's fun.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah! She looks like an old lady, but she's also, like, ten.
1: I like her. She's, like... <laughs> She's a fashion disaster, and I she's like
0: her. She's like if Little Mai was evil. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. She's like if Little Mai was Definitely. big and evil.
0: <laughs> Definitely. That's so funny. I watched yeah. some of um, Care Bears' Unlock the Magic, the, the newest one that came out, like, this year. It's fine. They tried to give mm-hmm. it more, like, plot, and they have, like, a kind of, like, an RV that they live in, because I think they got, like, yeah- I don't they know. got
1: they got kicked out of Kerala.
0: No, it's like they got
1: they got evicted.
0: They got trapped outside of Kerala. I've seen a couple of episodes and like where I'm watching them, they're all out of order and there's uh, okay. there's not a lot of them.
1: So there is like an ongoing like plot thread.
0: Yeah, kind of but I have, I have yet to understand it fully. Though I've only seen, like, maybe three or four episodes. So that's obviously, like, me being like, I don't get it, is, like, dumb. But mm. I did watch the first episode that kind of, like, establishes the plot. And I didn't really see how it tied into later episodes, to be honest. Mm. But I think that's my fault. But I'll just have to perhaps watch more if I care. But the art style is if really you cute. If you care. If I care. Um, the art style is really cute. Uh... The backgrounds are beautiful. Like I love the Ooh. texture that they do for like they you. It looks like. It looks like paint strokes. Like you can tell the way that they like drew the the backgrounds, and it looks really cool. And I really enjoy it. Um, the characters are. I think they're trying to flesh out the characters more, but they're still kind of, eh. Like Funshine mm-hmm. Bear is more of a bro, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> the sun on his tummy has sunglasses now, which I think is pretty funny. Grumpy Bear is like about the same. Uh the voice acting is
1: weird. Oh yeah, you told me that like
0: Tenderheart, who, if you recall the way Rudolph sounded, sounded kinda odd and like silly. Mm-hmm. Tenderheart sounds like a grown-ass fucking adult, and he's like, We have to get <laughs> them back to the caring Tower, blah blah blah. It's like terrifying and bedtime bear is um he's like a scientist i guess um and he's got like a british accent and he's got like a really deep voice it's really weird like there's it makes me realize how many boy care bears there are because a lot of them have just like really deep voices (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. that's really interesting yeah also, I just looked up the art style for Unlock the Magic. It's so cute. It's super
0: cute. I like. Yeah. I do enjoy the 80s look a lot. I think it looks fluffier and it's very like nostalgic and it's like it's a like, solid art style. A little weird, especially given mm-hmm. the way that the horses don't look like horses. Um, uh huh. But I think it works. It's like it's a good style. But this new one is it's just cute. It's real nice. I like appreciate it for what it is. I could watch more of it, I suppose.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I really like the character models in this. They look very, like, s- like modern CalArts, Steven universe style.
0: Yeah, which I kinda. feel like a lot of people dislike, but I enjoy it. I think it's cute. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess to sum up, uh, this was something that I, like, was absolutely obsessed with as a kid. And I don't think it holds up as well, unfortunately. But, mm-hmm. like... It still served its purpose. It still was, like, a pretty big hit, like, uh, commercially uh, in- during that period of time. I'm glad that people are, like, still looking back on it and trying to reboot it and bring it into, like, a modern uh, context to varying degrees of success. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's cute and fun and it has, like, a decent message, so I'm not gonna shit on it. I, I just don't yeah. think it's as... Uh, it's not as, uh, worth getting obsessed with, I suppose.
1: <laughs> yeah. But it is, it definitely is fun.
0: It's cute, it's fun, and yeah. it's ultimately for children. Yeah. And I'm in my 20s, so I'm not gonna, like... <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm not gonna get angry about the fact that the Care Bears movie 2, a new generation, didn't follow the, uh, the historic lore of the Care Bears.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what would you, uh... What would you rate this he's thinking about it
0: i think i would rate it 10 because there's 10 original care bears
1: oh okay oh you're you're giving it a a different rating style than what i've been doing a
0: 10 out of 10 original care bears
1: (laughs) (laughs) very good I appreciate it.
0: I'm curious what the original Care Bears were. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. And now I want to read them because they have very not super uh, interesting names. They're not super creative. No, not Ten Commandments, you fucking weirdo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Commandment the first. Grumpy Bear.
0: <laughs> okay. So the 10 original Care Bears, um, I guess for the sake of the greeting cards, these make a lot of sense. Bedtime Bear, Grumpy Bear, Cheer Bear, Tender Heart Bear, Funshine Bear, Wish Bear, Friend Bear, Good Luck Bear, Love A Lot Bear, and Birthday Bear.
1: <laughs> very good.
0: Again, not very creative names. Shall
1: I take the reins on the next one, or do you have something for in the, mind?
0: For the next uh, deep dive? Mm-hmm. I think you have more stuff planned than I do, so yeah, you can take on the next one.
1: Cool, because I already like have notes ready for the next episode, uh, which should be on uh, the production history of the Emperor's New Groove.
0: Ooh, yeah, uh, that one's really interesting.
1: Yeah, which is a very like fascinating story with a lot of like twists and turns and reveals that you won't you won't you won't see coming a mile away. Um, yeah, I'm also. Uh, there's al- I also got some other ones in the works um I, this uh won't be a deep dive topic but I do want to mention it to you before we uh go because I <laughs> I want you to know about this did you know they're doing a do you know the banana splits the uh the Hanna Barbera band
0: yeah there was like an elephant with glasses that's like the mm-hmm. only thing I remember yeah yeah yeah
1: so the banana splits um was a TV show uh from the 70s uh which is lo- uh, late 60s early 70s which is like uh i think it's like part live action part animation uh it was done by hanna-barbera and it's a like a musical show where the banana splits are like they're funny animal characters but they're also like a band yeah um and they have like little adventures it's very like weird and psychedelic um Fun little fact I, I just found out looking at this Wikipedia article. Uh, the first season was di- episodes in the first season were directed by Richard Donner who would later go on to direct uh, Superman and Superman 2 and oh, wow. uh, The Goonies. Oh wow. Yeah. Like The Omen. Like he's a he's a huge like director. Um, That's really <laughs> he, funny. I guess he got his start on the Banana Splits Adventure Hour. Hey we've uh, got to start
0: somewhere. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um so I just found this out like a little bit ago. Um they're doing uh on Sci-Fi Channel uh this year. <gasps> I just saw and-
0: I like I googled the Banana Splits to see what they looked like. I just found what you're telling me. Oh my god. Yeah,
1: there's an R-rated horror adaptation uh will be released on DVD and digital this summer. It will be airing uh this summer. Yeah, and it will be airing on the Sci-Fi Channel uh later in the year. Uh it's going to be like an like a Five Nights at Freddy's kind of thing i guess because you know oh, they're like weird my animatronic God. <laughs> yeah it's so weird right that's it,
0: so funny i was, like it's i might watch that that sounds hilarious
1: same here yeah it, it's so absurd to be that like this was announced like or er, way earlier this year in like february or january and i only found out about it literally yesterday uh <laughs> it's so weird though like that it exists That they're going through with making this. That it's on the sci-fi channel. (laughs) I think it's funny.
0: I think it's funny because, like, whoever wanted to adapt the Banana Splits into a modern context took one look at these motherfuckers and was like, this has to be a horror movie. It will not go over as anything other than something pants-shittingly terrifying. Because these dudes are (laughs) ugly as sin. They are so scary looking.
1: They're pretty creepy, yeah. And, like, I don't know, it's also the fact that, like, they, they looked at it and thought, oh, yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, but, it, that's weird. It's all very strange, and I really, like, I really hope that when it comes out, it's, like, worthy of doing an episode on, because I really want to, like, watch yeah, I, like, about it, because Yeah, I, like, I think it would be really
0: interesting. Oh, my God, their names are horrible. Flegal, Bingo, Drooper, and Snorky. What in God's yeah. name? <laughs> That's horrible.
1: Oh my god, it's so crazy. That's really Um, funny.
0: Officially rated R for horror, violence, and gore. That sounds lit as fuck. I don't like horror. I love gore. Gore is fun to me.
1: Really? That's interesting. I I like horror, but I hate gore.
0: Gore is so funny. It's like the least scary part, because it's rubber tubes and ketchup. I know, it
1: just just makes me squeamish. I don't know, it makes me uncomfy.
0: I don't mind it at all. As long as I know Mm -hmm. it's fake, it doesn't bother me.
1: Yeah. yeah even um, real also, gore
0: doesn't really bother me too much honestly
1: yeah i also want to do a, a deep dive at some point on we're back at dinosaur story which i know is like one of tyler's personal favorites
0: oh maybe we could bring tyler on that episode because they really maybe. like that movie
1: because like i i remember reading up on like the production of that movie and that's also an interesting story um
0: yeah i'm sure like, there's
1: they they got some like drama going on it's based on a book apparently which Weird. is wild
0: I think I knew um, that. I don't think I remember that, but I think I knew that in the deep crevices of my mind.
1: Yeah, um, there's a lot of stuff I want to, also, like, eventually I'm gonna have to go back to the, uh, Scooby-Doo, uh, bin. Oh, yeah. And, like, like
0: <laughs> the The pile Hanna-Bar- of Scooby-Doo movies?
1: Yeah, well, and also, like, the, the Hanna-Barbera Superstars 10 or whatever yeah. it was. Like, the, the, the good, the bad, and the Huckleberry Hound and whatever else. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll no, have to well, I'll have to watch Emperor's new groove to like keep up with you on the on the next uh, episode.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think it's on Netflix. I thought um, so too. Yeah, it it'll be on Netflix until Disney Plus comes out and then everything will be ripped away from Netflix Which and is thrown on. Fucking
0: Disney+. ridiculous, and I'm just going to watch everything illegally if that's the case.
1: Yeah, same. I mean, like I already have the uh, Emperor's new groove on Blu-ray. That makes sense. Along with Kronk's new groove, which was included. Did I tell you about like the the Cusco roleplay Twitter account? Yes. That like replied yes. to one of my tweets. So there's yes. a there's a Cusco like roleplay account on Twitter. Um I tweeted a few maybe a couple of years ago, like I really wanna buy Emperor's New Groove on Blu ray. Because Jesse has a problem with buying Blu-rays, what has she bought recently nothing because no money. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um, but uh, I tweeted like I want to buy The Emperor's New Groove on Blu-ray, but the problem is that there's it only comes with Kronk's New Groove, so like there's no way to get it without getting Kronk's New Groove, which I don't really want to get.
0: That's so funny. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, and this dude Cusco tweets at me out of nowhere and just says. You could always get it and not watch Kronk's New Groove. And I was like, that's fair. And I was like, I wonder what this dude's Twitter is like. Who is this clown? Most, it's mostly him in characters Cusco, like, telling people not to watch K- Kronk's New Groove. And sad posting that his girlfriend left him. And, like, being, like, depressing and, like... I'm so sad and lonely. Every day is, a, every day is a chore to get up in the morning.
2: Oh <laughs> like, my
0: god!
1: Really heavy stuff from this Cusco. Like I miss you, Molina. Please come back. Oh, let me, let me try again. <laughs> like,
0: Cusco's gay. Oh my god! Come on. <laughs>
1: it's so funny. I don't know if this is like, this dude's like working through some stuff, or if he's just like a top-tier shit poster. I don't know.
0: Maybe. That'd be really funny. But it's
1: just so funny. That is hilarious. (laughs) I found it a few weeks ago, and it's, like, it's just, it's more of the same. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I think that's gonna, I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah, I was (laughs) was gonna gonna say, shall we wrap it up? Where on the World Wide Web can they find you, Leo? Ah!
0: I I am on Twitter. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at, um, I'm on Twitter at boy, G-O-U-A-C-H-E underscore boy, and I'm on Instagram, I'm just gonna start plugging my art one, it's, uh, at boydles, G period, B-O-Y-D-L-E-S on Instagram, mm-hmm. come see what I'm doing, um, we're wanting to record another episode of, uh, Best Boys Proper, cause we've got some cool summer stuff that we're working on, and we're gonna be in, uh, uh in school again during the fall so we'll be talking about some of the stuff that we're working on then um i still want to have a guest on um so we could have Tyler on as a guest or perhaps our fan um yeah <laughs> our singular fan so yeah. we're going to be doing that uh watch out for that i suppose um, our number
1: one fan because they are our one fan yeah
0: um <laughs> so keep an eye out for that i suppose we're going to be recording some new stuff in the future and yeah where can we
1: find you on the internet jesse you can find me at uh grinch fat uh grinch underscore fat on instagram and i believe grinch underscore fat on twitter i'm pretty sure it's an underscore
0: um, yeah you have brand my... synergy now you changed your name i have
1: brand synergy it's underscore yes i i have cool. brand synergy now i've achieved it my pinned tweet is like a is, like, an E3 meme mixed with, uh, a a Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers meme. Uh... Great. So, (laughs) that's... So, if you want more of that, um, like, really niche, stupid humor, uh, be be sure to to check me out on there. Also, just follow me, because I I need validation, and, uh, you know, um... Yeah, so... Follow that, my art
0: art Instagram. I've been drawing a lot of Care Bears.
1: <laughs> follow Leo's art Instagram. He's been drawing a lot of Care Bears. Follow me. Um, I've haven't been posting much on anything. Uh, but I will. Maybe in the future. Uh, is there anything else we need to plug? Oh, I, uh, ch- also, if you have any suggestions for things we should talk about in, for in future episodes, uh, uh, you can comment. You can slide into my DMs. I don't know if Leo, uh, is allowing, uh, any sliding into his DMs, but I am more than willing to accept.
0: Perhaps. Just don't be a freak. Just, like, you know, be a human being. You
1: can be a freak to me. Uh. uh <laughs> um. Yeah, but feel, feel free to, like, make recommendations for, uh, future topics, and, uh, be sure to subscribe to the Media Cage on YouTube. Yeah. Um. And thank you for listening as always. Yeah. Best boys deep dive.
0: Y'all have a good day, evening, morning, night, whatever. Uh, Have a good span of time. And thank you for listening.
1: It's so hot in my room. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Also, um, if you've heard a lot of shifting uh, in this episode and a lot of like outside noise, like more so than usual on my end, I'm sorry. Uh, I recently moved back home, uh, for the summer, and I'm recording, uh, on my bed. <laughs> like, my computer and microphone are propped up on an ironing board, uh,
0: <laughs> so,
1: like, that's where I'm at right now. A little
0: peek behind the curtain.
1: Yeah, um, and it's, it's very warm in here, and, like, I keep sweating underneath my, like, knee pits, Ugh. so I keep, like, uh, like, shifting around to try and, like, air them out. Um, and it's, and I keep, like, hugging my pillows to, like, so I can, like, try and, like, fix my posture because I'm just like, hunching over, like, yeah. a gremlin to I my hunk- laptop. I hunch so I can... at
0: my desk, too. I'm, like, I have a bad, I have bad posture.
1: I, like, hunch extra bad now because I don't have, like, a back, uh, for, you, <laughs> you know, don't my have bed. a back.
0: My spine's <laughs> like, gone.
1: <laughs> I don't have, like, you know, like, a, a, a backrest, like, a chair, yeah. so. Because uh, I'm just on a bed so that's a whole situation
0: <sighs>
1: anyway so
0: jesse just wanted also, to complain but have a good night yeah
1: also i'm so glad i'm back home and i'm not living with my stupid roommates in my stinky little garbage apartment that got me <laughs> sick i'd got gastrointestinitis because my roommate wouldn't pick up his trash and throw it away yeah and he just had like fruit flies and gnats flying around because he wouldn't throw away his pasta sauce that was just sitting out there for like a week and i couldn't walk to my fridge without stepping in rice and cheese and there was a mysterious like white stain on the floor was it bacon grease was it gravy was it nut it's i cum. don't know it's come who knows? I'm not for sure. They're all garbage, gross boys. One of them's a racist. I'm glad I'm never gonna see them again.
0: Yeah, fuck them. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of Best Friends <laughs> Die. <Boys G5. laughs>
1: what we... a great way to end! What a great way to close out our Care Bears episode. I
0: am you guys. Got... <laughs> Oh my god, I've been trying to close out this fucking episode for the past ten minutes, and you're like, and another thing! (laughs) (laughs) Furthermore! (laughs) Thank you for listening. (laughs) We we will see you next time. Uh, See
1: everyone.